Hello and welcome to Audio Gyan. Today I have Sanket Matre with us. He is a very old friend and we'll be talking about resurgence of Marathi poetry in Mumbai. Uh, Sanket, so why don't we start by just quickly introducing yourself? Great, fantastic. So, uh, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me to Audio Gyan and for featuring me as one of the people to talk to you about resurgence of Marathi poetry. Uh, I'm Sanket Matre. I'm myself a Marathi poet. Uh, as in, I try to write Marathi poems. Uh, apart from that, I've been in advertising for the past 12 years, uh, and I'm happily continuing with that as well. Uh, so yes, Kedar, you can start shooting your questions. Uh, yeah, it's not actually questions which I have today because uh, we being friends for like uh, almost uh, 13, 14 years, uh, it will be more like a casual discussion which I wanted to have with you. So yeah, what's your, what's your connection with poetry? I mean, uh, what does poetry mean to you and uh, your background and your study in poetry? So I'll tell you what, Kedar. I think uh, poetry and me, we've always been connected one way or the other. I'll tell you how. Like uh, there was always poetry in my house. My father is himself a poet, so uh, uh, there was always a lot of literature. There was always a lot of poetry, which is you know, which I always used to kind of hear. uh there were so many people so many poets who used to come to our house and they used to recite their poems they used to show their work uh so i guess uh, all of this started when i was really really uh, maybe a toddler maybe when i was 4 or 5 years old and i think ever since then uh poetry has been making an impact on me for a long long time uh i still clearly remember when i wrote my first poem i was in 7th standard uh and i think that was the beginning so uh, one by one i kind of you know i started writing uh, then i delved into other forms i started writing short stories i started writing stories uh, then i also got into a lot of screenplay writing then i also got into copywriting and things like that and for me poetry is kind of been the base for everything that i do you remember your first poetry as in first poem uh my yes i do remember my first poem uh i think it was uh, i think it was yeah i was roughly around 14 or 15 years old when i kind of wrote that uh before that i used to write but, but it was really really like okay this was the first ever poem that i kind of recited in front of everyone and uh, yeah i mean i still remember that i think it's one of the i, I it's it's one of those poems which are really close to my heart mm-hmm. can you recite that please for us oh yes absolutely सो इट गोज लाइक दिस इन मराठी मला एकदा तरी अंधाराला मिठी मारायची मला एकदा तरी अंधाराला मिठी मारायची बघायचोय त्याच्या न संपणाऱ्या डोळ्यात मला एकदा तरी अंधाराला मिठी मारायची बघायचंय त्याच्या न संपणाऱ्या डोळ्यात मला विचारायचंय कुठून सुरू झाला होता आणि कुठे संपेल मला विचारायचंय त्याला कुठून सुरू झाला होता आणि कुठे संपेल होडीत बसून एकदा तरी मला त्याच्या दिशेनं जायचंय होडीत बसून मला एकदा तरी त्याच्या दिशेनं जायचंय हे सारं केल्यावरच मला दिव्याचा एक दरवाजा उघडता येईल मला दिव्याचा एक दरवाजा उघडता येईल दिस वॉज वेन यू आर फोर्टीन दिस वॉज वेन आय वॉज फोर्टीन आय आय डू गेट दिस रिएक्शन ऑल द टाइम बट येस आय दॅट्स रिली द ट्रूथ दॅट्स ग्रेट यार सो या टू कंटिन्यू यू वॉज सेंग अबाउट युअर बिंग अ poetry driven background in your family and in life in general so yeah right so you know what uh, a lot of good things kind of kept on happening when i was uh, in my teenage when i was kind of when i went to college 
uh, when I obviously when I started working. So poetry and my connection with that was always there. Uh, uh, there was this amazing thing that used to happen in our house. So every Friday, all the poets used to come to our house, uh, which included a lot of notable Marathi poets. And uh, the best part was everybody used to come and recite their work in front of each other. And the format was to kind of get a feedback from other fellow poets about the way they write, about their style of writing, about whatever is happening in poetry and everything. And I think that was my informal, formal education in poetry. So there was no education as such, but there was a lot of learning that used to happen. Uh, so coupled with that, uh, there's a lot of musical environment in my in my family as well. Uh, my grandmother sings, my father sings, uh, my sister sings as well. So there was always this musical connection that got attached with poetry as well. So that was another dimension that I kind of got from my family. Uh, apart from that, uh, because uh, you know, because of all of these circles and everything. Uh, I started kind of understanding poetry uh, little by little, and you know, then I kind of got really, really interested, and I started reading a lot of lot of poetry, a lot of other forms of writing as well, uh, and that kind of really, really gave me a lot of boost to kind of start writing uh, in one time. Yeah, writing as an art form or writing as a skill itself, uh, can it be cultivated, or there needs to be some sort of an inherent uh... Uh, pain, if you can say, uh, or some sort of a uh, inherent feeling which needs to be there to write something, or uh, it can be developed. Uh, so I tell you what: any form of writing, uh, you know, you can obviously be better at it. But the whole idea is, uh, you know, that germ, that realization that you can write in a particular art form has to come through your own experience. And the beauty is actually in finding out you know about your expression and the way you want to express yourself uh, in my case uh, you know it happened a because i had a lot of uh, influences around me a lot of dominant marathi poetry influences around me and at the same time i was also exposed to a lot of world literature at that time uh, my college was kc college so obviously it was all exposed to uh, you know a lot of english literature a lot of english poetry readings uh, a lot of art exhibitions happening so you know it got cultivated because i was strangely and mysteriously attracted to all of these art forms and you know poetry became my expression of writing out what i feel about everything around me so and you know what one more thing it, it it's quite interesting but recently i read it somewhere that you know for anybody to become who they are and to you know achieve that level of greatness you need 10000 hours of hard work on your craft so i believe that um, i truly truly believe that you know you can definitely achieve what you really want to achieve it's just a matter of practice it's just a matter of hard work perseverance patience and all of this put together along with your your craft that kind that kind of sharpens with each and every day that you kind of put into it interesting um uh, yeah so why don't we just uh, come back to our main topic of the day which is uh, resurgence of uh, marathi poetry in mumbai uh so can you give us some insights or uh, like uh, a peek uh, at what's happening with the marathi poetry and poems uh, in the mumbai and its circle around uh see i'll tell you one thing uh, marathi poetry was always there in mumbai uh it was always it was always there underlying uh but i guess uh, in a past 
two decades uh it was kind of it started surfacing itself uh because if you really really ask or if you really really ask uh, you know uh, people or poets who have been reciting for the past 20 years uh they would really tell you that more than mumbai it was kind of dominant around mumbai so it was obviously there in cities like pune it was there it is there in uh, cities like nashik and aurangabad and ahmednagar and uh, everywhere vidarbha marathwada everywhere uh, the whole idea is uh, it did take a lot of time for it to surface in mumbai uh primarily i think the reasons are many one of the reason is the fact that a lot of youngsters are getting attracted to uh, this form of uh, you know poetry presentations uh so a lot of programs are happening where a lot of youngsters kind of participate they kind of read out their poems in front of everyone uh and because of which you know it has actually started flourishing right now mhm uh, does this uh, stand up comedy uh, boom which is happening uh, is uh, could that be one of the reasons where uh, these open mic sessions are happening and you get a different platform to perform absolutely it is it is it is it is i don't know much about stand up comedy uh, because that's a completely different genre but what i really do believe is there are amazing uh, platforms for open mic poetry sessions today uh there's a lot of work being done by a lot of english poets uh who are kind of doing a lot for poetry in general uh in mumbai so even if you just google up and even if you just type open mic sessions in mumbai you would at least come to know 12 to 13 or maybe even more than that at least close to 25 to 30 uh, open mic sessions which are happening at this point in time and because of which it has given a massive massive uh platform for all the young poets to kind of come forth and start reading what i really think is uh, a lot of marathi poetry reading or open mic sessions as we call them have been kind of uh, you know also kind of gaining momentum because of this entire movement in general so just the way you would find an english poet reciting his poems in in front of an english audience who want to consume that much amount of poetry there's a lot of audience for marathi poetry who wants to consume a lot of that and not particularly poems which belong to the 1990s or 1980s but poems of today so a lot of contemporary young poets are kind of coming on the forefront uh and they are kind of reading their work and they are gaining a lot of popularity because of this hmm. that's good to hear but uh do these poets poems uh, which are recited uh, in various places uh, uh, do they have substance uh, you know what i mean uh, like the the kind of poetry uh, which we learned in school in uh, in our like early education were maybe uh, the poems which were written during the freedom struggle or uh, like various crises right so do you think they have uh, this depth in their writing so you know uh, it's quite interesting to see because uh, during the freedom struggle that was a completely different era uh, and people were fighting for a common cause so the cause was always to throw the britishers and that was always a dominant theme in whatever you did not just poetry but in any form of art uh, in the latter years like from the 60s onwards to the you know to the 70s and 80s we find a lot of romanticism in marathi poetry uh you know and that has kind of really really blossomed flourished and you know that's also the reason why 
it was such strong poetry right you know it is it still forms the base of anything that any poet writes today in marathi as well uh now currently when we are talking about 2000 and onwards in fact from 1990s 2000 onwards a lot of new voices are coming at the forefront uh all of these voices uh have a lot of modern complexity so the theme of poetry has been modern complexities about uh you know all the social problems that we are kind of facing uh there was a lot of there's a lot of poetry about individuality about finding your own voice about you know being heard uh, in the cacophony of all the other sounds coming out and to kind of still stay true to your soul and to your spirit so that has always been the theme or that has been the theme of marathi poetry for for i guess for the past 10 20 years now Hmm. Uh, actually it's very wrong to judge them but i'm just curious to know do these poets have the maturity uh, you know the 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 kind of maturity to articulate your thoughts and express in the right way you know you would be surprised kidar you would be truly truly surprised as i was when i kind of started reading with all of these poets in in the past one or two years but they have immense amount of maturity they have immense amount of exposure you know uh, when when i used to uh, you know go for my father's poetry readings or whenever we used to when i was a part of all of the discussions when all of these poets used to talk about poetry um uh, they were they 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 were exposed but they were not exposed to let's say world literature and world poetry as much as we are today um what's really really important what's really amazing to see is that a teenager maybe you know Fifteen uh, something or sixteen something uh, is just amazingly well read with Neruda, and is equally well read with, let's say, a poetess like Indira Santa, or is amazingly well read with Mangesh Padgaukar and with Narayan Surve and with Namdev Dasalde. They're extremely well read. They understand, and the most important part is they're extremely opinionated. So it's not like you you would want them to mature. and you know and to kind of have that discussion with them they are already prepared and that's the best part about all of this so everybody that i have been uh, coming in touch with that i have been uh, working with or have been reciting poems with have been amazingly well read in terms of marathi poetry and i think we have an amazing future because all of them today are exposed equally well with any other english poet or any other hindi poet and vice versa so there's this common platform for everybody now mm-hmm. yeah that's true uh, and do these poems uh, uh, in fact the poets who uh, who are writing these poems and reciting do they have some sort of a uh, uh, aggression seen in their writing uh, with respect to the cultural context or the social political structure which we are living in uh, are these uh, are these absolutely they are uh, no i mean the reason why i'm asking is because uh, uh, are they uh, inclined towards or sensitive towards these issues and trying to write them or it's just purely romanticism or uh, individuality as you mentioned so what is the dominant uh, factor uh, seen in their writing they are see i'll tell you one thing uh, that any form of art is influenced by the society that it survives in so our our society whatever term it takes it gets easily reflected in the work that we kind of write so Yes of course there is an um, there is uh, a lot of aggression in what we see in what we in what we kind of express ourselves with 
a lot of people are coming forward and they are writing a lot about aggression. Uh, they are making a very very strong point about everything wrong that is going on today. Be it uh, be it rape, be it uh, casteism, be it uh, the Kashmir issue, uh, be it the Dalit issue, be it uh, the government being unjust, being anything and everything. And what's really really important. is the fact that everybody whoever is writing is writing with a clear case of understanding so you will never find a youngster who is writing for the sake of writing or writing to you know grab attention that individual has studied the political scenario the social scenario and is making a point through their poem in an absolutely mature neutral way hmm hmm i'm slightly confused here and in fact finding a bit ironic because the kind of society we live in today is uh, i believe to be very superficial right facebook or uh, the internet generation so are these uh, poets uh, imbibing from what they are seeing uh, which seems to be very shallow or they are really reading between the lines and getting to the principles of the problems which you are facing and then expressing themselves see uh, you know one thing so there are two there are two answers to this question one thing is we also have to look at what exactly are we looking on facebook and what exactly are we reading uh there would be obviously there would be a lot of other writers who aren't yet completely sharpened in what they are writing but of course i'm sure that they are taking an effort to write well uh and to write even more powerful stuff that will kind of change or at least make the system kind of stand up and look at everybody or look at poets who are trying to make a difference that's one thing uh second part is the fact that whoever uh, you know one thing about facebook that i've that i've kind of noticed is uh in a way it has become a platform for all the poets to kind of come and voice an opinion so earlier it used to be either a kavi sammelan or it used to be a program or like a poetry recitation session uh or you know maybe like an informal gathering where people used to recite their poems right but today facebook has become that place where people can come and they can fearlessly say what they really feel so that's why you know i tell you what our mediums of expression have changed right uh from you know from an offline space we are talking a lot about the digital space so digital space has become that stage it has become that open mic session where people have kind of come out and fearlessly started reacting to different social scenarios and poets have kind of reacted to all of this but at the same time it has also become a medium where you know there is there's a lot of writing there's a lot of common writing there's a lot of uh maybe you know or uh, that sort of writing that hasn't really got the strength in its words yet but it's still trying to find something i haven't come across a single poet who has said that hey you know what i'm writing because it's fun you know or i'm writing because i will get 200 likes and i don't know how many shares but they're writing because they truly feel that you know they can connect with others and that's that's really a big thing mm-hmm. yeah that's quite fascinating actually uh, but i'm more intrigued by asking you in asking you that uh, where is this heading i mean what's the future of these open mic sessions or poetry in general uh, in in the marathi context in mumbai uh, maybe 50 years down the line So you know what? Uh, it's a fantastic time for poetry. Uh, earlier, the poetry was it was there. It was powerful. It was extremely deep. It is extremely deep. Uh, 
but the medium of expression was very limited it was limited to an event or a program or a literary meet or an akhil bharatiya sahitya sammelan or you know a, uh, you know a massive dais uh, which still hold their importance uh, they still hold their importance in literary circles they still hold their importance in literature today but having said that the internet has opened up amazing possibilities there's something called as digital poetry which is coming up and it's coming up in a big way there's visual poetry which is coming up which is poetry plus the art of film making which is coming up uh, then there's absolutely then there's this absolute surge of poetry clubs and poetry circles within mumbai who are doing their amazing best to kind of sustain a lot of poetry not just marathi poetry but poetry in general there's the airplane movement there's the poetry club mumbai there's uh there's rochel disilvas uh words tell stories uh there's so many things which are happening today which is kind of giving a massive platform for for youngsters to kind of come and start writing poetry and this is the best time for poetry because also for marathi poetry because uh, a lot of marathi poets have become very good lyricists a lot of marathi poets are getting published like never before uh the third and the, uh, perhaps the most important thing is there is no barrier to languages anymore a guy in up can easily read kusumagraj you know just the way a guy in maharashtra or vidarbha can easily read uh let's say ghalib or you know any urdu poet right so there is no barrier to language anymore and the best part is all the poets you know they kind of they they really really respect languages and literature which is written in different languages so i think it's an amazing time for poets to come together to recite their work to place their expression in front of everyone to be heard you know and to stand up proudly and independently as a poet mm-hmm. and uh, obviously there are these uh, lines of languages which are also blurring uh, you have english uh, uh, and mixed with hindi like english poems uh, uh, so what's the scene with uh, languages uh, in general so you know what um, while we are talking about languages uh, hindi is kind of going through a lot of massive shift and if you see the current batch of hindi poets they are doing some really really amazing experiments while they are staying true to their roots uh, be it social issues be it nostalgia be it romanticism uh, be it individuality you know they are doing an amazing job of writing in hindi but still having their influences from different languages so it goes for marathi so it goes for english mm-hmm. and what about marathi uh, language in general used in the poetry is it evolving is are there like new words coming in uh, what's the overall marathi uh, language scene uh, in the poem poetry context see i'll tell you what marathi languages uh, marathi as a language has undergone a massive shift so uh, while earlier poems uh, used to be extremely uh you know maybe in a way we can say that they were wordy uh today that's really really not the case there's a lot of there's a lot of western influences in marathi poetry people are experimenting uh with a lot of styles today so and i'm really really happy that a lot of people know a lot of poets be it hindi be it english be it urdu be it gujarati be it telugu be it tamil be it kannada so they have this constant influence from other poets 
and that's how they are kind of creating newer styles for themselves so even marathi poetry is doing that and i'm really happy because it is finding a new voice altogether mm-hmm. that's very nice in fact uh, the idea uh, i mentioned in one of the other audio gain sessions also the idea is not to create uh, the next uh tansen but uh, create kansen which is like this situation this environment uh, of uh, listening to poetry and having poetry reciting sessions itself is a very uh, nice sign uh, that poetry in the near future has got a platform to flourish itself uh, flourish on its own uh, and obviously poets like you have been uh, really contributing uh, from your real soul to it uh anything you wanted to uh, add uh, or tell our listeners um uh, it would be the fact that if you or anybody anybody who is listening to this podcast right now uh, if you really feel uh, that you need to you know that you that you feel like writing a poem uh, there are no barriers anymore you know there's nobody uh, or there's no critique who can say that hey you know what stop writing poem you know so poetry is that accessible now it was it was at even at that point in time but then there were a lot of other pressures there was there was a lot of economic pressure there was you know there's all of that but today it's really not that case anymore <coughs> yeah even when there was no economic pressure there was a lot of <coughs> pressure about how to express where to go whom to share this work with but today that's not really a problem you put your poem on facebook and you know where you stand right so that's a fantastic opportunity for everybody i think people who are really really interested in writing in poems read any language should actually start expressing themselves fearlessly uh, to do it more regularly and to actually get connected with a lot of other people who can you know who do the same mm-hmm. true true absolutely uh, so this is a good note to end on uh, it was great talking with you sanket and uh, great uh, Uh, things to be understood about poetry what's going to happen next uh, uh, and i wish uh, to invite you again for more audio gain sessions thanks a lot thanks a lot uh, for your time and being part of audio gain thanks a lot akidar thank you so much for making me a part of this thank you and that's it from today's gain session with sanket matre stay tuned for more gain on audio gain next week till then bye <laughs>